Bree Dedina, your spiritual life coach. This is the Beyond Grounded Podcast. Our goal is to help you overcome those paralyzing roadblocks by discussing life experience and connecting you with your universal team. Welcome to the Beyond Grounded family. Everybody, welcome to Beyond Grounded. I'm your spiritual life coach, Brian Didino, and I'm excited to talk about today's topic. Looking over the past couple of years within my learning curve, my AKA my greatest life journey, um, I've just found myself kind of like reminiscing about my past and looking to where I want to go in my future. And to be honest with you, it's almost like aha at any given moment. Whenever we do this, I'm sure you know several of you can pretty much go, yep, I've, I've been there. I feel what you're saying. Preach it, sister. But um, so over the last couple of years, I've noticed that some of the most painful moments of my life, I've actually revisited the places that I was running from. And when I say that I was running from them, I mean, in 2005, I call it the greatest quarter-life crisis moment where I packed up my car and up and left everyone and everything I knew. I went and did a travel tech job as a medical technologist and working in a laboratory. And um, I kept telling myself, you know, I just feeling like I want to know, do you know, do I like Chinese food because I like Chinese food or do I like Chinese food because that's pretty much what my friends have introduced me to. So <laughs> um, that was like kind of like all these catalysts that built up. And I, I just kind of finally got the, past the fear of leaving what I knew. And so I went up to the Poconos for about 14 years and met the love of my life, which is also a different story about uh, him and I's connection. But when he and I had our miracle child, um, we both have changed our perspective of how we want to live our life. We went from being very focused on our careers and making money and living life to everything being wrapped around our son and wanting to be present with our son and enjoy life and, and understand things that we didn't necessarily, we didn't know what we were doing with that, but we were very open to what our son was inspiring and in, in, to our hearts. Well, looking back, as of last year, the universe aligned me and my husband to actually move closer to my hometown. And I was excited about that until I actually made it back to my hometown. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Some of you, I can't say all of you, because some of you actually feel the pain and the, and the fear. Um, I was excited to go back home and see my family and take in consideration the fact that I, I very rarely went back home when I lived in the Poconos. But when I got there, something happened with my body where it became very overwhelmed. And I all of a sudden realized I didn't remember the roads like I used to. I didn't um, didn't really come outside of what I, my favorite places were to eat when I very rarely went back home. But part of me just was very curious about my hometown of Woodbury, PA. And I just never really talked about it. I never really made plans about it. However, one night last year, my best friend and I connected just randomly on the fact that we, I was like, hey, I'm in town. You want to get together? And she's like, yeah, well, you know, let's go to the Woodbury Cafe, which actually back when we, we were younger, to be honest with you, was a church. Um, I was so scared. Admittingly, I was so freaked out 
the fact that she actually wanted me to meet her in Woodbury to eat at what I knew as a church at one time. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I, I, if I had to fight my body to say yes. And let me just give you a little backstory real quick is the best friend that I met when I ended up going back into my hometown like that, she actually was beside me through an intense year of me being told I had a month to live because I had an um, autoimmune disorder that was really, really, it pretty was prevalent. Uh, it was ITP. Um, and basically that, that's where my spleen was killing my own platelets, causing like a self-induced hemophilia. And she was by my side the whole time. And when everyone else didn't understand when we were young and they kind of disappeared and even some of my family members didn't really necessarily how to, to wrap their head around that, um, but I, looking at it, it's kind of curious that, that that best friend of mine was the one who was going to be there holding my hand for the first time that I came back into town since I left in 2005, per se. Because um, my mom had, had moved out, out of town and everything, so there was real no reason to even go in, into Woodbury. But um, So I met for her, her for supper, and then after we were done, we decided to take a little walk to where my house used to be, which was actually just a couple houses away from that church. <laughs> Tiny. You blink, you're through it, uh, that little town. So when she and I stood there together, they actually, several years ago, tore my home down, whoever bought it or whatever was going on with it. And so it was just an empty lot, and she just knew, she instinctively knew and there was a very small piece of where my driveway began. And I took my flip-flops off and I just stood there and her and I just kind of took it in because we spent many a days after my surgery of having my spleen removed and everything um, where she and I would play Scrabble and we would bond and she would actually take naps with me and let, you know, help me heal. And, you know, for that, I, I'll always love her and be by her side because the fear didn't stop her from, from being there. And it was just a real powerful moment where I just kind of like took several deep breaths and took it in. And I appreciate that. I know that that's just the very beginning of when she and I uh, take walks in, in that town just for me to reacclimate. It's almost like It's almost like I had amnesia and like my memory was coming back. So I'm looking forward to the journey even though I know there's still fear about it. Fast forward to this year. Just recently, I ended back up in a trailer court where it was my second grade years of my life and younger. This childhood friend of mine lived at a different place, a different little town. When he told me where he lived, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, I almost wanted my husband to go by himself because of the things I've experienced in that little trailer court. It's almost like it's taking everything I have to try and remember. That's how hard my some moments were being little there um thank god because of my husband being beside me and because i was meeting a childhood friend who actually was from my woodbury years believe it or not who ended up back where i was even smaller um at this trailer court it, it was just almost like shocking the looking at how my universal team aligned things for me where as much as you guys might take a step back and have the same experiences where you could actually kind of see how it was building up and what you actually needed to do to heal, um, I'm grateful for it. 
I, I still know that it takes a lot of courageousness in my own decisions to want to experience it. And I'm glad that I was able to, to breathe through it and have a lot of love and support and encouragement to do so. But I'll tell you, the moment I, that my husband and I pulled into that trailer court, I started holding my husband's hand before we even got near the entrance of it. And when we pulled in and I got out, I couldn't help it. My body just, at, at that point, my body started crying because it started going back and remembering um, of the, the difficult things in my life. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to be open with you about this. This was the hardest part of my life, um, of being inappropriately touched by two friends of what was my family back then, you know. And uh, I was, you know, six years old and less when both these two different times happened in my life. And, you know, my dad, I love him to death, and God rest his soul, you know, he's now on the other side transitioned, and now he actually steps in anytime he wants to, now that he doesn't have a body limiting. But anyhow... <laughs> Um, my, you know, my dad was a really strong alcoholic back then, and he was not really nice to my mom at all. But I'll tell you, being a grown-up, and even though it took me back to being a little, little girl, and my body started crying, I was so surrounded by such a grounding wire in our childhood friend, we call him Pellet, um, that's his nickname, and he, of course, calls me Sis. That's my nickname. But, uh, and having my husband and just having that moment surrounded by such grounding, loving people in my life, you know, the universe aligned it accordingly to I needed it. Even after we, we um, spent some time with him and, and tried to, you know, you know, be supportive and loving with, with our friend, too, and all the changes of his life, uh, my husband and I drove around the trailer court and it was coming back like the happy times of when I was riding my bike down this, what to me was like this ginormous steep hill. And I could just see me and my brother and some other of our young friends, you know, zipping down our bikes and me always in the back of my head being tiny was afraid of hitting shale and wrecking because I was always cautious even then too. But <laughs> it was just so interesting to see things through an adult size where things seem miles and miles and miles away was actually just a hop, skip, and jump as, as an adult. Um, but overall, I just kind of want to take this time to encourage everybody through their struggles and through the scales falling off their eyes and through them being afraid to open up to where their heart is really missing and wanting to, to go and become and just understand what you're becoming you're just, you're just experiencing it through your body. You're already ready for it. You're already um, designed in the way that you think and feel and express. And it's just all these things are just going to help us appreciate when we finally hit that, that pivotal, not even pivotal, that courageous moment of you just simply being you and being grateful for what you've experienced. That's where your gratitude and your joy comes from, how far you've come in life. As hard as those moments were, and I'm sure that I'm going to have even more eye-opening moments for me to heal about my past, I'm really looking forward to it. Because now that I have these sets of eyes, and now that I'm opening myself up to the fact that I'm not that little girl who might misinterpret or might interpret it as it's defeating, to be honest with you, which held me back a long, long time, 
from being me. Back then is when I also learned the, that I hid the fact that I actually interacted with the other side, our loved ones, our guys, our angels, you know, God, our source. And I saw them when I was at that age too. Um, so even then I was going back to being afraid and not wanting anyone to know that because I, they were imaginary friends and it wasn't normal and all these other excuses and stuff. Plus, let's be honest, whenever you're seeing darker things, not so much positive things, that's why I chose to feel things first. That's why I chose to be so open to energy first, and then I decide whether I want to see it or not. Um, is because there was a lot of dark stuff around my home during that time. I slept with my Bible. So um, here I am going on, you know, my, you know, my 41 years of age, and now I'm revisiting these dark, you know, moments and bringing light to them. Um, I'm really grateful. I'm grateful that I'm being able to, to, to look at what I was afraid of, looking at what I thought was defeating and ending and conquering over me. You know, on that note, I just want to give everybody a lot of love and, and virtual, you know, audio hugs in your journeys. Don't, don't give up on yourself. And don't shut down whenever your universe brings it to your lap. Um, they'll keep giving you reasons to, to question, even if it doesn't make sense. It might be just to help you open more and more and more to, to you. Have you encountered something like this that I can actually put in a timeline saying, okay, they took me back to my young adult age and my early you know, childhood, and then the following year, this year, they took me back to even younger yet. <laughs> for me to acknowledge and how much more control I have and how much I can be open and safe. That's why I really took on the, the earth analytical side of me and the fire side of me. Emotionally, that, that was my self-preservation. So I'm looking forward to enhancing the air of being in the moment element, as well as the water, which is emotion and feeling with that. So on that note, keep stepping forward. When you feel overwhelmed, take a deep breath and step back. Look how far you've come. Look, look at who you, how more and more and more you become of yourself. And if you can't do that, ask yourself, what are, what's holding you back? What are you causing that's making you so fearful that you're too afraid to question the unknown of you, which is actually very known by your soul, by the way. You know, until our next conversation, and I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you, reach out to me on the Beyond Grounded uh, Facebook as well as Instagram and tell me your stories. And if there's anything that I can do and I'll move to help you, I surely will. And if you want to be a client of mine to start opening up those scary doors of yours, by all means, reach out and we'll, we'll have a consultation. So on that note, peace, love, and happiness. Lots of blessings to all of you. Talk to you soon. Bye.